Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So if I tell you I got 50 messages today on my Instagram showing me this clip, and I thought that it had to be an old clip, and I couldn't figure out why. So I have a clip here that is a shady whale. I don't know what that means, but the moms have now come out. Now here's what's going on. Andy Cohen's show, I think it's more of like a promotional vehicle than um, a success driver from a rating standpoint. It's a couple hundred thousand viewers, fewer than Real Housewives in New York, which can get like 400 to 500, but usually in the high hundreds. And now I think it's in like the low hundreds. So the base for that show is the moms. You know, a lot of Karens, a lot of moms, like the women that are, you know, in my messages and that that basically buy the washing machines, that buy the Dunkin' Donuts coffee, that it's my people. These are my people. These are my women. Like, you know, and they will stay with you. I am doing a new business, which is a new uh, shopping app. And the people on the board who are very smart, very smart board of people from major retailers, they were talking about first launching to 25 to 30 year olds, not forever, but first I go, absolutely not. You cannot fuck around and not have my moms. You can't have, you have to have like the 18 to 49, the 35 to 55. Like we need my moms. Like moms are forgiving. You make a mistake. They'll get mad at you. They'll troll you, but they will come back to you. The young kids, 25, 18, 35, like they're going to, they're going to bolt the minute you do something like the moms are fucking warriors. Okay. My moms are my people. So all my moms came into my comments today and some of my moms have been angry at me 
angry at things that I've said. It could be about Meghan Markle. It could be about Donald Trump. It could be whatever. But we have a conversation. We have a conversation. I explain things. I co- I feel the need to explain. I feel the need to double down. I felt the need to do my Instagram post, my manifesto. They want an explanation. They're holding you to task. I can't just say something, walk away, and think I'm going to convince them. My moms are an army, and they will fucking hold you, and they're lawyers. They're private investigators. They will hold you to it. They have receipts. They want to know, but you said that on June 99th. What did you mean? You've got to keep your side of the street clean. Well, my moms came in, and they all sent me this shady whale video. I woke up to, like, all these shady whale videos. So I see this shady whale on Watch What Happens Live. It's like a whale character. And this is a question to Heather. I, I think it looks like Jenny McCarthy's on with Heather. She looked amazing. She had a Bob haircut. I think Jenny McCarthy's probably promoting the mass Singer. Heather's promoting Orange County Housewives. We've got to hawk our wares. Been there, done that. Six months ago, I was doing that, which we'll get to that in a minute because that was Andy's big smoking gun. Watch What Happens Live wrote, oh, Bethany, six months ago, pitched us to be on to be on for her wine. Yeah, my publicist pitched to be on the wine and a bunch of different shows. Yes, they did. I said what I said. So, um, so the shady whale asks this question to Heather Dubrow because Heather Dubrow just sold her house and they said it was the most expensive house ever sold in Orange County. I think it was like 50 million or 100 million. I think it was 50 something million. A lot of money. This is a question that the shady whale asks Heather Dubrow. Whose house on your show would get the least money if sold? Like whose house would go, you know, garner the least money? Jenny McCarthy, I think it was Jenny McCarthy. I couldn't see. It was like on my phone. So I'm just watching a video. I think it was Jenny McCarthy. Goes, oh my God. And Andy, as if these questions aren't produced, like the whale. Oh, did the whale, did the animated whale come up with the question? I mean, and just by the way, last night, so many people messaged me and emailed my publicist about what I previously said about how the questions are planted. How like that girl from the New York Housewives said I was the most overrated housewives. And maybe I am. Who cares? But she didn't say that on her own. It was produced. And I'm sure now they'll call her to make her make a public statement that it wasn't produced. But the shady whale asks Heather, who, whose house would get the least money? Jenny McCarthy is like, oh, my God, Andy Cohen can't believe what the animated whale said. That animated whale thought of that all by himself. And instead, and, and Heather doesn't want to answer the question because she thinks it's mean. She says it's mean. She's a woman on a show called The Real Housewives in 2023 saying that's mean. And Andy, of course, answers the question. He thinks it would be Gina, this girl Gina on the show. Gina's not on the show to defend herself. She posts a video responding that that was like mean and saying that there are six women on the show and only four of them own their own homes of one one of whom is her. And I don't know how old she is, but I didn't probably own a place in my late 30s if that's how old she is. But who cares anyway? And then she says she's the youngest because they're all 20 years older. So she's defending her home. Now, let's just do this. What if your kids were at school and someone said, Mary has the worst house of all of us? My child's school would, would, would suspend the kid. Maybe expel them. Like the big trouble that would happen if one kid said that somebody else had the ugliest or the poorest or the dirtiest house. Like that's children on the schoolyard. This is a show like Andy, I owe you an edible arrangement every day. I should send you a fruit basket every day. You prove me right. You're making this so easy. I wish we were in a court of law. 
Like I said, you were playing checkers and I'm playing complicated chess. I don't even think you're playing checkers. I think you're fucking playing marbles. Like literally playing marbles. You're asking someone who has the shittiest house on your show to grown women in their 50s and 40s. What the hell? That literally my phone blew up this morning. This fucking whale and comments. And this is literally what Laura.Cuervo587 said. This is the stuff Bethany is talking about. I like it or not. Then another woman, Chef Facilia. Exactly. Heart. Like, they're all talking. I'm starting to see Andy in a new light. He is messier than all the housewives. I love how direct you are in this video without throwing shade. You just told him the facts. Straight up polite. They're talking to Gina. He wouldn't own anything without all of you being on his franchise. They're fucking, they're fucking doing his work for him. He's using Watch What Happens Live to ask which Real Housewives of Orange County has the cheapest, least valued home on today's market. Are you serious? What does he want? Women on his franchise to buy a home that they can't afford because that makes great headlines? Great point. Well, you know what the alternative is? You're going to be made fun of on the schoolyard for having a shitty house. So why not fucking rack up your credit card, hope that you'll curse someone out badly enough on this show for ratings, and maybe you can pay off your credit card, and maybe you won't have to go to jail for fraud. But this fucking show and this franchise perpetuates an environment where you'll do anything to appear rich. Because if you don't, a shady whale is going to ask you why you're the poorest fucking housewife. Basket on the way, Andy Cohen. Edible arrangement. Fresh every day. I can afford it. I never play that game. I showed my Ikea apartment. Luann made fun of me for having a skinny girl shrink-wrapped car. I'll never forget it. Because I couldn't afford a real car. I was not, I had no money until I did. But this environment not only perpetuates abuse of women to each other, it perpetuates somebody getting made fun of if they don't have as much or somebody being glorified if they put their Birkin right in the camera shot. Put that fucking Birkin right in the eye of the camera. Buy a big house you can't afford. Buy a big house you can't afford. It's better than the alternative. The audience is going to think you're rich. And I will say it, 99.9% of the housewives do not have what the show shows they have. Why was Nene saying rich bitch? To keep up with everybody else. Why was Sheree and Chateau Sheree that never got built? To keep up with everybody else. But the shady whale is going to come make fun of you if you're poor, so you might as well fucking defraud everybody so you can appear rich. You guys created this fucking environment. I was in the center. I can honestly say... I never pretended I had a goddamn dollar that I didn't. Can you imagine how degrading to be mocked for what your house looks like? People want to feel house proud. I haven't seen the show. I haven't seen her house, but I'm sure Gina wants to feel house proud. It, she owns it. She bought it with her own fucking money. It's not easy to buy a house. I had Bryn three years old. I was in my 40s before I bought a house. The first thing I ever bought in my whole life was my apartment in Tribeca. I was like 40, 40 41. I was scared. I bought up my own fucking money. I had no money up until then. I always rented. What the hell would it mean to buy something in my 40s? And it's so funny because every day I read, like I respond to things that I've said in the media because page six is smart enough to write about it. Daily Mail is smart enough to write about it. And then you get the Bravo multi-billion dollar company machine and their big response is, well, Bethany was, you know, her team was pitching that she was on our show six months ago. Is that all you got? We can fucking do this all day because I got nothing to hide. I got nothing to hide. (laughs) 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. 
If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Beverly Hills trailer came out. It's great. It's juicy. Uh, It's obviously the most successful show in the franchise. Um, The city itself is a character. So like Beverly Hills being so bigger and larger than life and the money and the shininess and the butt. And like that's their marquee. That is their flagship store. That is the ultimate realm that they need to protect. It is the most successful vehicle besides Vanderpump Rules on that network. But it's a better flagship store because it's like, it's got this like depth and this institution that keeps growing. And like that's Hermes of the network. And so they came out with the trailer, which is looks really entertaining. But you're watching some of the tricky editing. So I believe that when Maurice and Kyle are talking about their situation, And when Kyle says, well, something about like infidelity and Maurice says, I'm just glad it's you. I, Maurice is not saying that Kyle cheated. There's no way that Maurice is saying that in a trailer, which is what the trailer is edited as. Maurice is talking about, I bet my life, they're talking about an article, a piece of press. And so in the press, it's reading like, Kyle's having an affair versus Maurice, who's been in the press, is having an affair. And I believe, I believe that Maurice is saying at least, or I'm glad it's you this time. Like meaning in the media for that. I just do not believe that Kyle had a public affair that everybody found out about. And it's not because I'm protecting Kyle, which I am. And I will never, there are people that I will never, ever rat. Like I'm not a rat. I will tell things that are my opinion in society. Like right now about what's going on and what's happening with Andy. But there, I will never, no matter what happens, uh, you know, short of him suing me or there being a legal subpoena, I don't share texts that I've had with anyone. It could be Nini, could be Jill Zarin back in the day, could be Andy Cohen, could be Kelly Ribb. I do not share texts and I don't share things that I've learned in a trusting environment. I grew up nannying Paris and Nikki Hilton. Like, till, till we go into the ground, I'm not sharing anything that they wouldn't want people to know that, you know, that that Paris liked ferrets and that we went ice skating into the mall. Like I would not share anything that went on with Paris or Nikki or Kathy Hilton or Lauren Michaels or um, all of the people or Jennifer Lopez or, you know, I know a lot of people. I do not divulge secrets. That is just something that everybody knows about me. Everybody knows that I am a vault and I have every secret. and I don't share. I can share my opinion like I can say what I think of a scene between Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump, but I will not never share secrets. I will not divulge. It's, just a, it's a code they take very seriously. I don't share things that went on with like exes or, you know, I don't write songs talking about things that happen with exes. I just am very, um, I have a code. So that's how I feel about the Kyle and Maurice thing. I will always pay them the respect that they deserve and I will always honor their family and their marriage and the four kids and that I know. And it's just, it's just where I come from on that. And even being friends with Kathy and Kyle and knowing what's gone on between them, same thing, like do not cross that line. So the Beverly Hills trailer is out and 
I said this to Jill Fritzo, a publicist that I share with Denise Richards. And I love Denise Richards for being so pure and Midwestern and like not cunning and savvy in this way. Denise Richards, I predicted it. I heard that she filmed and I said to Jill, why would she film? She's not being paid. And the thing is, even if Denise was being paid for one scene, which she wasn't, you film one scene, they're vultures. The production and Bravo will market that one scene so the viewer and the press and every magazine will think that Denise Richards has come back. This is the reason I would never go back and shoot even a lunch, even five minutes, because the trailer would contain me in it and it would have tricky and cute marketing so the viewer would think the bee is back. And I would have been paid, you know, $150,000 to do one lunch, which would sound like a lot to somebody because it's one lunch, but they would market me as if I had shot for four months and it would be free. And so Denise Richards gave them the cow, gave them the milk, gave it all away for free. And now she's in the trailer. And that's what happened with Jill Zarin at the funeral, which I did not know was an ambush. She was not Mike. She did not sign a release saying they could film the funeral. They took a chance that she wasn't going to sue her, which she didn't. And Jill Zarin wasn't paid to cover the funeral. And the funeral was all over the trailer. It was the big teaser, the reunion between she and I. It added a lot of angst and a lot of anger with her towards me. Because I never knew that she didn't know I was coming. I was told she had asked for us to come. She had had a former friend or a friend assistant talk to Bravo about it, but they never confirmed. They never set anything up. They never gave it time. They never got it cleared, which is why no one's inside or even near inside, which is why Jill's in no makeup and has no microphone on. It was a full-fledged ambush. So Denise Richards thinks she's going to one lunch and doesn't play chess and think five steps ahead that they're going to market that. Every super tease, every trailer, People Magazine, all of it, all for free. Mention it all. Brandy Glanville posted something, because a text, a textual exchange between her and a therapist who reached out to Brandy like, hey, over here in case you want to talk. And Brandy was like, excuse me? Like they were acting like it had been a practice in, in, you know, that's been going on for decades, you know, since the dinosaur era. Housewives have had an in-house therapist to talk to if they have something they want to work through. Lol. Lols, as Paul would say. Brandy was like, excuse me, wrong number. Who is this? Like, we've never had a therapist. And she's smart enough to know that, like, that's Bravo trying to, like, deconstruct and Monday morning quarterback therapist, try to plug a therapist back into 16 years of reality TV that never happened. She's like, um, I'm sorry. This is the wrong number. We've never had a therapist. A lot of talk about Tyler Cameron and the questions Andy asked him on Watch What Happens Live. Many people coming into my messages on Instagram saying that he was sort of objectified and talking about him as if he were like the gardener on Desperate Housewives that moms wanted to sleep with him and should he take his shirt off and like all these really intelligent breaking news questions that a lot of people had a problem with because I think me mentioning that Watch What Happens Live is basically the vortex and command central for women trashing other women and people being objectified and demoralized while Andy stays clean. He makes other people answer embarrassing questions. And then there's shady whales and shady boots. And so many people have come into my messages talking about fake, fake questions that they've been in the audience and they've been callers 
and that callers have their questions vetted and produced. So the, the, the caller will have a question, but like it'll sort of be changed into another question that's been planted. And the Bravo PR machine has responded to my daughter feeling like I was bullied when I was on his show. And they say that the show is for people 21 and over, which is inside that room because people are drinking. But they have the television with the live show for people's glam teams and people's kids that's in the green room. And my daughter, whether she was backstage or at the house, would have said he was bullying you. They, they, they made a statement saying that the show isn't catering to 13-year-olds, which, yeah, it's not. But my I still have a child who did watch it, and whether at home or in France or on her computer or on a clip on Instagram or TikTok, Bryn would have said they ganged up on you and they bullied you. It doesn't matter where it was. Like, I don't know if it's Mickey Mouse or fucking Donald Duck who's handling Bravo PR, but like, you're going to have to do better than that. They're two big smoking guns or that six months ago, I was trying to be on Watch What Happens Live to promote Forever Young Wine. Thank you, which yeah. Okay. And actually they declined because they can only hawk liquor brands that they're paid to hawk, like Fresquila or whatever Andy's hawking, but they won't hawk my brand, even though I was on the show for years. So that's why I didn't do Forever Young six months ago as a bartender, thank God, because I would have aged like bad milk. And they answered the Bryn question by saying that the show is not for 13-year-olds. Yeah, I realize that. And Sesame Street isn't for 21-year-olds, but we still can watch it. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
around. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.